Canada HR News on January 23, 2023. I'm Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we talk about new jobs on the rise in Canada, continued layoffs in the tech industry, the stigma faced by the workers with long COVID symptoms, the latest survey on top workplace trends, and other topics. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. The Ontario government will introduce legislative changes in February that, if passed, will allow Canadian healthcare workers that are already registered or licensed in another Canadian jurisdiction to practice in Ontario immediately, without having to first register with one of Ontario's health regulatory colleges. These changes will help healthcare workers overcome bureaucratic delays that have made it difficult to practice in Ontario. The changes will mark the first step towards a pan-Canadian portable registration model, the first of its kind for healthcare professionals in Canada. Under this proposal, healthcare professionals from outside the province will only be eligible and permitted to work in Ontario if they have provided safe, competent and ethical healthcare in their home province or territory. Workers with seven private ambulance services owned by a single employer across Newfoundland, have walked off the job. 120 paramedics, dispatchers and other first responders employed by Fewer's Ambulance Service are seeking high wages and a better pension plan. The union apologizes to the public for the inconvenience, but says that it feels no choice but to act in the contract dispute. The company is funded for its services by the provincial government, which says contingency plans are in place, including the use of other ambulance services to ensure responses to emergencies. The employment landscape in Canada has been undergoing a wave of changes. LinkedIn 2023 Jobs on the Rise list uses their data to uncover the 20 fastest-growing job titles over the past five years and providing insight into where long-term opportunity lies and where the workforce is headed. Beyond highlighting growing jobs, the list provides salary ranges for some of the jobs, top locations hiring, gender distribution, median years of required experience, and top roles that can prepare you for these opportunities. The article includes actionable insights and resources that professionals can use to select the role they like, gain the skills required, and take action to get the jobs. The list includes roles such as security engineer, data engineer, e-commerce coordinator, technical product manager, cybersecurity specialist, sustainability manager, dispensary technician, and others. For the full list, see the episode description. Members of Canada's technology industry say another wave of layoffs the sector saw last week is tipping the power dynamic back in favor of employers. Tech companies have been reducing their workforce since last spring, when valuations began falling and investor interest faded as consumers returned to pre-pandemic habits. Last week, Amazon announced layoffs of 18,000 staff. Microsoft slashed 10,000 jobs and WeWork cut 300 workers. 
They followed other prominent tech companies like Shopify, Meta, Netflix, and Lyft, which conducted layoffs over the last year. Layoffs aggregator Layoffs.FYI counted 55,000 global tech workers who have lost their jobs since 2023 began, and 2022 ended with 155,000 departing. In Canada, layoffs included 300 people at Lightspeed, 150 at Clutch, and 70 at Hootsuite. Canada has long lamented the brain drain when people educated in the country left to the United States for jobs and financial or lifestyle reasons. The layoffs may help keep more Canadians within Canada. A study from the University of Alberta shows that people with long COVID face stigma as well as lingering symptoms. Specialists working in Edmonton's long COVID clinic began hearing patient stories suggestive of stigma as soon as the clinic became operational in June 2020. To explore this observation in a more systematic way, the researchers developed a questionnaire designed to quantify the stigma being reported. Long COVID is characterized by symptoms such as fatigue, cough, brain fog, joint pain, headaches that persist for longer than three months following acute infection with COVID. The Long COVID Stigma Survey was completed by 145 patients, and results were cross-referenced with information from their medical records such as walking distance, clinical frailty score, number of other illnesses, and number of emergency department visits. Patients who experienced stigma were found in all demographic categories, but average scores were high for women, Caucasian, and people with lower educational opportunities. People with high stigma scores were found to have a higher likelihood of more severe symptoms, anxiety, depression, reduced self-esteem, and thoughts of self-harm, and were more likely to be unemployed due to disability. Statistics Canada reports that nearly 15% of Canadians, or 1.4 million people so far, report long COVID symptoms. WorkSafe BC has made new safety resources available to employers to reduce the risk of struck by incidents. Employers can use the new guide and fillable template to identify where vehicles or mobile equipment operate near workers. They can work through the factors that contribute to risk and determine the most effective way to reduce or eliminate the risk. See the episode description for links to the templates. Benefits Canada reports that Walmart Canada is enhancing its employee benefits plan with coverage for fertility treatments and gender affirmation. The company is also expanding its mental health coverage from 1500 to 3000 per year for all associates and their eligible dependents as of February 1st. It is also enhancing coverage for paramedical services, preventive dental care, vision care, orthotic, and orthopedic shoes. In addition, Walmart Canada is lowering the benefits plan's annual deductible and offering negotiated reduced rates for several benefits, including long-term disability rates. The employee believes that these changes will support employees' financial wellness while reducing future benefit costs through prevention. In international news, 
Cloudbooking, a company that specializes in workspace management solutions, ran a survey to understand how employees in the United States and the United Kingdom experienced work and life in 2022. Key insights that might be relevant for Canadian employers are the fact that two-thirds of workers say they would be less likely to work for a company that doesn't offer hybrid working, suggesting that hiring managers and recruiters must consider flexible work options. And 65% of respondents felt that home pressures, such as housework and childcare, did not negatively impact their ability to be productive when working from home. However, fewer women than men had problems working from home. This finding aligns with other studies showing that women appreciate remote work because of the flexibility it gives them for childcare and housework. Nearly half of all respondents said they felt less connected to the organizations when working remotely. Employers face the challenge of building and sustaining a sense of community among hybrid and remote workers, ensuring no one feels isolated and faces a greater risk of developing poor mental health. When asked to identify their ideal work environment, only 11% of Gen Z workers aged 18 to 24 selected full-time working from home. This is the lowest among the other five surveyed age group. Gen Zers were also least likely to agree that they wouldn't join a company that didn't offer hybrid working arrangements, suggesting that young workers might be more willing to compromise and work in the office full-time. And this was Canada HR News on January 23rd, 2023. Please leave us a rating and a comment in Apple Podcast. You can also find us in Google Podcasts, Spotify, and other platforms. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and connect with us on Twitter at CADHRNews or LinkedIn at Canada HR News Podcast.